welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue the series on the dangers and causes of hatred. Well, yesterday we ended our list of things that can, or the consequences or, or issues with hatred and uh, things that, that can really affect your health, your relationships, and so many other areas of our lives. And if you missed any of the first nine of these in this series, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very start because there had been a lot of information disclosed. In fact, uh, many of the things that I shared in terms of the health risks may shock you. Uh, the damage that's done internally from, from just choosing hatred, and it is a choice. And if you want to understand that better, you need to go back and listen because, you know, obviously things can happen to us or have happened to us that would make us want to hate and even maybe justify hate. However, we need to really stop and think about how hate is affecting us, how it is helping us or hurting us, um, what causations we're bringing about because we choose to hate And that was the main point in sharing that. Now, I also promised at the beginning of the series, I was going to help you not only get past your own hatred, but potentially help others who may be caught up in this downward spiral of hatred. Um, And hopefully you have been sharing it with others and, and perhaps using some of the concepts in this to help yourself or and others to, uh, to realize the damage they're causing themselves. You know, you really got to weigh this out because nobody's going to get to their end of their life, sit on their deathbed and go, golly, I'm glad I hated all those people. You know, boy, am I glad I gave away all those years of my life just filled with, with poisonous hatred and, and had all those health issues. Man, am I glad I destroyed every relationship that I ever had and, and just, you know, damaged my chances of getting promoted and having a good job. I am so glad I spent my life hating. No one's going to say that. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous. In fact, I have unfortunately known many people that at the end of their lives were just filled with regret for the amount of hatred they allowed in their lives. Because we can't go back and relive it. That's the one thing we can't do. We can't go back and relive it. So I ended yesterday talking about the first solution, and I think it's one of the biggest ones that's creating a shift. And, um, you know, nobody can really do it for you. You have to choose to do it. But I walk you through the steps and I help you understand how important it is and how critical it can be to not only resolving any hatred in you, but hopefully walking others through it. Now, I want to get into that a little deeper. If you do have somebody in your life that is struggling with hatred, um, I would encourage you to start to ask more questions. Okay, so... Um, instead of saying, oh, you shouldn't, or why are you doing that? Or, you know, I can't, I can't stand it when you do that. Or, or, um, don't you see what it's doing to you? Or, yeah, I don't know. There's a whole list of things that you could say that are accusatory, but whenever you get accusatory, uh, that immediately puts defenses up. I mean, the claws come out, the walls go up, 
and people are not going to listen, especially those that are involved in hatred. That That's definitely not going to be conducive to curing that. All right. So ask more curious questions. People typically are not offended by really honest, curious questions. So you might ask questions like, you know, I, I'm just curious, you know, what started all this? Uh, you know, what, what, what provokes you to, to go in this direction? How, how do you feel that that is um, curing the problem? And, you know, do you really think that, that the people in your world that you're hating on know that you are hating on them? And, and, and if they do, do you think it's going to change anything? Now, I'm not saying you've got to ask all those questions just exactly like that. You are um, a different person than I am, and you might reword them, rephrase them in ways that are more fitting to not only who you are, but perhaps to the person that you're speaking with or addressing. Asking curious questions, and obviously you don't want to ask it to them when they're in a fury or a rage. That's the worst time to try to ask anybody a question. But maybe when you're having a, a calm conversation and it seems like a productive moment in the day or the week, um, it might be a good time to ask some of those questions. And if you, you feel like things are getting too heated, then stop. Just stop asking the questions. Let those seeds be sown, as they will, and come back to it. Okay? So um, asking curious questions is always the best to getting the bottom of whether we're talking about hatred or anger or, or, or hurt or offense or anything. People aren't typically... Um, too put off by it, although if they're too wound up in it, it, it may be a, a little trickier. So just be very sensitive to uh, pushing those buttons, which leads me to my next one. And if it's if it's about you in the hatred, you, you're you aware of what your buttons are. I mean, if, if you've never stopped to think about where your buttons are, maybe it's time. And maybe even take out a pen and a paper and write out a list of the areas that your buttons get pushed. Uh, because we all have them. We all have those buttons. Boy, do we have them. I wish we didn't, but we do. And so when we become aware of what those buttons are, what gets us uh, offended, angry, upset, in an outrage, when we start to feel that rise, you know, kind of coming up to our chest level, and if we don't stop it at that point, you know, it kind of comes flying out of our mouths. We have, those are the buttons, and we have to uh, to recognize what they are if we're ever going to be able to combat them, to overcome them, to address them, and to have a strategic plan to not let them take us over. So the, the, the next tip is understand your buttons, okay? Write them down and develop a strategic plan to avoid those buttons from being pressed, or if you can't avoid them, then how how will you choose right now, not, not when it happens, when it's too late, but how will you choose right now how to address those buttons when they're pushed? The more you can be aware of them and, and really begin to, you know, again, have them in writing and, and work through them, the better chance you have of succeeding. It's almost like developing a battle plan, if you will, okay? So um, I'm really out of time for today. So we're going to come back tomorrow and we have more for you. It's Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire. Please share this, leave a review, and thank you for joining. Have an amazing day.